0: Don't say Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers get it.
1: Here we go. Blues Every Brothers is the perfect movie. movie. Review, this is going to happen.
0: Blues Brothers and then everything else. So, my total rating. Welcome back. Welcome back to Tudor Ramble. We've got a movie review today of The Last Duel. And we have a
1: lot to say about it. A little late, though. Uh, this movie came out 2021.
0: And uh, though I don't think we're the only ones that haven't seen it. That would be correct. This is Ridley Scott's newest film. And it had his biggest flop ever on an opening weekend. It grossed $5 million on opening weekend. And $30 million total by the time it was out of the movie theaters. And it cost them $100 million to make this movie. Is that domestic or like worldwide? Worldwide. Made $30 Ooh. million. Dollars. And it doesn't deserve to be that low. No, it, it definitely doesn't.
1: It's a great film.
0: Yeah, it's a really a, good one. Fantastic film. I loved it much more than you did.
1: Yeah, I, I'm looking at my score like it, it, it has a great score. It's a, it's a quality okay. score. But it's definitely
0: significantly lower than yours. It is going to be lower I love this film. <laughs> We're going to talk a lot about it. Uh, I want to say this as my, well. My goal is to bring your score down. I, I want
1: <laughs> I want to give
0: you the credit. Like I'm going to be hitting it harder than it probably deserves. You know, and uh, we'll see if it works. Because oh, yeah. I, I have a lot of praise for this. Uh do you here's what Ridley Scott said, by the way, for why it did so poorly. This is a hmm. quote from Ridley Scott. Huh. Scott blamed the film's box office failure on millennials. This is what he said. I think it boils down to What we have got today are the audiences who were brought up on these effing cell phones. The millennials do not ever want to be taught anything unless you are told it on the cell phone, end quote. I mean, I agree with Ridley Scott's point (laughs) in general. These damn cell phones.
1: Well, no, I mean, I've been doing that myself. I've been trying to reduce the fact. Like, it is interesting seeing myself when I'm isolated and it took me a while to actually develop it of my concentration. Like when I'm isolated in a room for eight hours yeah. and I don't have any cell phone, no computer, no nothing. He's talking about work. He doesn't go to yeah. jail. Yeah. I no, know. No, not then. that. <laughs> but, uh, for the, when I first started trying to read in that scenario, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't focus for longer than 30 minutes.
0: It's tough because we're so
1: focused on, but thing is I had, I had to do that every day for like, yeah. It t- took about a month, and then I could s- actually sit down and read for about eight hours straight, just no breaks other than like water. Yeah. But I just kept reading, and now that I've actually had access to my computer now, my attention span is significantly less. I get mm-hmm. distracted pretty darn easily. It's I, super
0: I, easy to get distracted.
1: I, I agree with them now. No, why exactly yeah. the movie failed? That could be marketing. That could be. Just the genre itself. Yeah, I don't agree with him on why the movie
0: failed. No, I agree with his statement. I don't necessarily connect that with why the movie failed. Yeah, there. so first I would say advertising. A lot of people I talked to about this movie didn't even hear, but they're like, oh, I kind of heard about that, but they didn't have any sort of expectation or hype about it because they kind of, oh, Last Duel's out there. It didn't really come across to a lot of people.
1: Well, think about like the pitch, the pitch of this movie. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a ride out of the gate Pitch that like a bunch of young people are going to want to watch. Of course not. Yeah. But maybe for history buffs, for people that like Ridley Scott will watch it. But yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't have that wider appeal.
0: It's not super easy to market to families either. So, no, no. Kids typically bring box offices to great success. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's why you see like Marvel movies doing really well. That's why you see like any Pixar movie that comes out does really well. With With the the exception of. You know, Deadpool, which sure, yeah, sure, was a success despite that fact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this has some brutal scenes, so you are not going to bring your family to go watch this movie. Well,
1: okay, mild spoilers because I think Mm -hmm. this is like kind of trailer stuff.
0: Okay, well, we're going to give a spoiler free review first. Sure, sure, but
1: the plot of the movie centers around the last duel, and that duel centers around
0: rape. Yeah,
1: that's a hard market. (laughs) That's hard to market. You are not going to
0: have. You are not going to have millions of people going to want to watch an intense movie about rape you're just yeah, no. not uh, so that's one of the reasons advertising the topic itself mm-hmm. uh, also during that time it was 2021 so maybe covid was at a higher peak and also dune was just True. recently released so i think it kind of uh inter- it had a just a little gap from dune being released so a lot of people are going to see that not the last duel so it had a lot of things going okay. against it yeah fair enough
1: yeah, that and with the advent of streaming, streaming movies online. Exactly, a lot of new movies releasing just right, right to your streaming device. Spot yeah, on. so so fair maybe enough. people
0: are like, I'll wait thirty days or however long it is until the movie comes out. And streaming. A combination
1: of factors of why the movie failed, but yes,
0: in the short short term, it shouldn't have failed. It's a very good movie, fantastic movie. When he says very good, he means fantastic. So okay,
1: of our scoring system, yeah. which. Uh, for people who haven't seen, we have a scoring system based on five different categories. Emotional impact, characters, plot, dialogue, and cinematography. Yep. Specifically for movies.
0: Let's get right into it and just say, like, what would you rate this movie each category? Want to go category by category? Then we'll give our total. Yeah.
1: Okay. Uh, so for emotional impact, I rated it an 8.5. 8.5. Okay.
0: For emotional impact, I rated it a 9.25. Okay. Well, we'll Was get... that an eye roll? A little Was bit. Is that a little side eye? A, a, a little. Let, let's calm down, okay? <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> but okay. Uh, let's we'll get into it in the spoiler section. We'll get into why yes, our scores are this way. For sure. Uh characters, I have it at a 7.5. Sorry, say that again.
0: A seven point five.
1: I 7.5 gave characters good. That's good. I, it
0: is good. It is good. Yeah. But I gave characters a nine point three. All right. I gave it an excellent. Like, a I point have point. a
1: feeling I'm going to lower that score for you.
0: I'm going to try to stay strong. I, I actually gonna... had
1: to, I thought about some things Yeah. and my score was higher. And then I had to think about it and writing and combining my thoughts for this video. I lowered my score because I was Jeez. like, man,
0: okay, I had to, I'm going to um, try to stay stubborn enough to my score, but you'll
1: probably, I, swear I, I admire that. Like that's, <laughs> uh, I, I'm always very proud of someone who's like notoriously stubborn. I mean, you'll, it's great. you might prove me wrong about my rating. But, but it's you a don't 9. Admit, never admit when no. you're wrong, Can't, especially on camera. Admitting <laughs> <Weakness. laughs> you're wrong is weakness.
0: <laughs> okay, what would you give plot? The third category. I, this was a really high point. I gave it a nine. Okay, I gave it a nine point two. Mm-hmm. So pattern here, I've given everything like a nine point two to three so far. Yeah. Uh, dialogue. What did you give dialogue? Dialogue. I gave a seven. Seven. I gave an eight point nine. This is the only category that gets that sub nine, and I all will right, I will fine. defend all of eight, these ratings. Eight point nine. Sure. What did you give cinematography? Give that one the nine. I give that a nine point five. Yeah. Okay. So what is your total average? What's your rating of the last duel? Eight point two. Eight point Th- two. That's 2? a solid
1: score. That's good. So you really, really enjoyed, enjoyed the movie. Yeah. No, so score would be like five would be not bad, not good, just down middle of the road. Yep. Six good. Seven great. Eight, yeah, it's really amazing. Nine is pushing it to like I'm gonna rewatch this movie. Like frequently, almost every year. Nine it's is amazing. excellent. Nine it's is beyond excellent. Excellent.
0: excellent. And I gave And then this.
1: ten is the perfect movie. Right. So Lord of the Rings. Nothing. No, yeah. only Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings gets Rings a 10. Is the only one there. Nothing well,
0: else. To be fair, don't say Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers. <laughs> Blues
1: Brothers get it. Here we go. Blues every Brothers is the perfect movie. movie. To this it is, is gonna happen.
0: Blues Brothers and then everything else. So my total rating nine point two three. The last duel, I give it a nine point two three. That's my official stamp on it. It may be I've we watched this last weekend, so yeah. it's a, been a week of thinking about it and being a great. Mm. and my ratings have changed like three times. It went uh, so it went up and then it went down a little bit, then went up again. And then before <laughs> this podcast, since I knew you were going to be so harsh, I was like, "Okay,
1: how do you know I'm going to be harsh? I could have increased my score." Fair, fair, I but that's our rating for to it. Be fair, so I'm a
0: negative Nancy. So fair it, enough. It's much needed though. Yeah. So all right. So a little spoiler-free review. Let's talk about what this movie's really about. Sure. Um.
1: Well, it's based on the Last Duel of France, um, a book in, written in uh, released in 2004 by who was this guy? Eric Yeager, mm. true story of a trial by combat in medieval France, which
0: interesting. Like last duel of France. Neato. Te- actually, technically, it wasn't the very last duel. There was like one or two others, but this was the last significant duel. So that's why it's oh, called the last duel. Oh, God, that's lame. Did I? Uh, am I bringing the movie <laughs> rating down for you now? If I yeah, you're making it even lamer. <laughs> nah, there was some little skirmish, whatever. Um, some lame duel that happened in 1500 that doesn't count.
1: Why doesn't it count? It just
0: doesn't count. It's not fun. It's not uh, a fun fair. story like this is. You know what?
1: I like, never let, uh, this is some other person's quote, but Never let the truth get in the way of telling a good story.
0: (laughs) That's a great quote.
1: (laughs) I have a feeling that's Doctor Who. I don't know where, but I think that's Doctor Who. But anyway. Okay. um, Critics actually rated it at
0: 85% on Rotten Tomatoes and audience at 81. So So you're right where the audience is. Yours was an 8.2, so an 82 ish percent. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, right there. I
1: am. I'm not taking the controversial opinion. No, you're, Uh, you're, you're.
0: Right down the road. Right down the road. I Yeah, so I rated it obviously higher than that. IMDb was a 7.4. But ah, they okay. typically have lower ratings than Rotten mm. Tomatoes does, right? I guess so. Yeah. So this movie is based on the book. The book, it's a true event. This mm-hmm. happened in what, the 1300s, was it? So during the Hundred Year War. And the wrong person asked about historical dates. Same there here, is- so this is this is going to be inaccurate probably. <laughs> but this was uh, this event actually happened during the Hundred Year War in France around that time, this is like a little bit the, historically speaking, it was some decades before Joan of Arc was uh, before Joan of Arc mm-hmm. was born and yeah. did her thing that we can't even explain. But she was she existed and she was cool, right <laughs> she was neat. She was, I'm fought she, for the
1: Lord, burned, I'm the sure, stake. She, oh, sure, yeah, okay. Was she, I didn't even know that, I thought she
0: was burned, yeah, this is so this is we're we're off, we're historically so so off right now you know and you know what it hasn't negatively
1: affected my life in <laughs> any way
0: but yes this is medieval france they're in a the hundred year war and it's a true story being completely spoiler free about this you obviously have your your main cast is matt damon adam driver kylo ryan and uh I, I kind of so it's jody comer or cromer i don't know her last it, name it's i think it's jody comer comer Jodie so jody comer and she steals the show. She is phenomenal and also Ben Affleck. How could I forget Ben Affleck? I would almost say Ben Affleck. Eh. Ben
1: Affleck seems almost out of place in the movie. It's a hair, isn't it? it? It's the blonde hair. He just looks kind of like Ben Affleck. I don't know. Really? But personally, I think um
0: I think Matt Damon really does well. Yeah. So for people who haven't watched the movie yet and want mm-hmm. and want to, we're both highly recommending it. Would you give it a high Mm -hmm. recommendation? It's a... Yeah, should watch. Should watch movie. But
1: I think we should leave it there before we get into spoilers on there. Keep this a little short and we're going to go deep into it.
0: Yeah, I really want to get into this. Please watch the movie. So, spoilers Go ahead,
1: watch it. Spoilers. You've had your chance from here on out. Spoilers. It's time. All right. Right into it. Emotional impact for me. The reason why I gave an 8.5... There are moments in the movie that I was really excited for, and there was definitely some cinematic tricks with the POV that really just got me excited of like, oh, wow, that's really cool. And it got me to connect with some of the characters. Right. However, I was taken out a little bit by a couple things. that kind of got got my... uh, Took my emotional enjoyment out of it a little bit. Okay. So, let's go with the beginning first is... I really, I really like the shift of POVs. of It's the same story told three different times, and it's you get to see
0: the character's own self perception. Yes, each time. This is inspired on. There's a movie *Rochamont*. Yeah. In the fifties, right? Have you seen that? I think I, I think I saw it in like high school or okay. something. But it's, it has a similar story structure. Yeah. Yes. Go,
1: go on. Sorry. But. I, I really liked that aspect it made me excited when the next part came what was interesting is how um uh Jean uh Jean, uh, Jacques,
0: Jacques, Jean de Car yeah Jean de Matt Damon's character
1: yeah um Jean gets worse and worse as each POV goes along uh, Adam driver's character
0: uh Jacques? Jacques? I don't know French maybe. Jacques Legri sure there we go. I don't even speak French. He, I was impressed with how I pronounced that word. Was good. that good? Was, Sh- that, was that pretty good? Sure. Ask Want the, me to say it again. Ask the not you know French speaker. Did I, that sound good? I'll say it again for Jacques Lagrille. I I, oh, sure. I screwed it up the second time.
1: Anyway, yeah. how his perspective, even in his own perspective, he's not really that much of a good guy. And but here's where the emotional impact kind of like waned a bit. Is yeah. uh, Mar- Marguerite, Marguerite is. Yeah. I, I was really interested to see her perspective and then when her perspective came around I had a lot of empathy and sympathy for her but as a character very a, a little perfect kind of thing Like it was kind of it was kind of weird how w- when her husband leaves like she's quite literally she's really great she runs the whole estate, be- estate better than her husband mm-hmm. she's perfect with animals and the finances and languages and it, the horses yeah it, like no faults and like heroic str- and just and that that'd be one thing i i don't know that that character and something else maybe would work well but i you got to see in the other povs of how they see themselves and like them degrade like you see their faults and she was the only one without faults and so it felt weird Because I thought it was a movie about self-reflection on how when you look at yourself in the mirror, uh, you don't actually see the whole story. And so both of the characters, you get to see them deconstructing and how, oh, they actually have serious faults with themselves. Then she comes, and there's none of that. But I understand, like, she is the rape victim. Like, she is the ultimate victim in the story, so I guess they make sense. But, I don't know. It was just a weird...
0: I can see what you're saying there and I see oh yeah she she suddenly the best like she can do everything correct for yeah. for the manner I sympathize with her but I was not
1: as intrigued with her character where I, I was interested in the other sure. characters
0: her I was only sympathetic with gotcha I mean she was she was there for one purpose in the show that uh yeah this she's making the uh, she's taking the brave heroic uh, stance of in medieval France where it's completely she could die for what she's about to say her story is very focused on that and I don't know if they're really focused on oh she's not the best with horses or I mean what what do you add in there I yeah it's, I don't know what they could do. do
1: but I just know that it was odd to see one after the other of oh here's a character deconstructed here's okay. a character deconstructed and then hers that took your really. emotional impact out a little bit. I was just like, mm, okay. I just wasn't interested in her character. Uh, I was like, I didn't find her interesting or compelling. Okay. She was sympathetic, but not compelling. If that makes sense,
0: that makes sense. Uh, I would say so. Emotional impact wise, would you agree that the build up to the duel itself and the duel itself was? I was I was on the edge of my seat watching that. I was so excited to get to that moment. And by the, time, the way they constructed the story, by the time the duel actually happened, I was half going like, "If both uh, are both of them going to die? Who am I exactly? Uh, what are, I want her to live, but you know, Matt Damon's character—he's yeah, not the best dude either. <laughs> like you wanted them
1: both to die at the end of the duel. That's the thing. Right? You're like, yeah, I kind of want Matt Damon and Adam Driver to both die. The story—the story
0: convinced me that I didn't know what the outcome would be." It convinced me to that point. Anything could have happened. Mm-hmm. That that was very powerful. And I, I kind of want let's mix in here emotional pack and characters because I, I sure. need to talk about these characters specifically. Marguerite as well. Marguerite, I think what makes her a fantastic hero in this movie is we talked in another podcast about mirroring. Yeah. And so what makes a great hero slash villain uh, a mirror? Meaning you have Frodo Baggins and you have Gollum. The opposite of Frodo and what he could turn into is Gollum. He could turn in, the, you know, he could become insane and corrupt and the ring could overtake him. He could be like Gollum. You have the opposites like Luke and Darth Vader. You mm-hmm. have Luke, the definition of a Jedi. Kaladin and Amaran.
1: Kaladin and Amaranth.
0: Kaladin and or Amaranth. Moash. Exactly. And what Got you have here, I mean, it, this isn't to that level. I'm not comparing this yeah, to, yeah. to Star Wars, but it has the mirror in here, which is Marguerite. Mm -hmm. the hero and then you have uh i'm not even talking about the villain adam driver like that that he's another villain too but just the i would say she's an antagonist the mother her mother-in-law so matt damon Mm. matt damon jean de carouge his mother she is such a vital character in this story because even the small scene we see we see that throughout the story she's just mean to her she's mean to marguerite and She's very passive aggressive, and we see this. And then we see that in her, we see that in Marguerite's perspective. We do not see that in the other two, though. No, because Matt Matt Damon, Jean Day, that's his mother. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. That's why we don't see it. The point I'm making is it's not a lot of buildup, but that's the nature of the story. Sure, sure. But what's so beautiful about that is you see the mirror there where you have Marguerite, and then the mirror of her is the mother in law who was raped herself, admits she was raped herself 20, 30 years ago, and did nothing. And the line mm. from Marguerite's perfect. It's like, and look what, something about like, and look how that turned out. But not, it, it, better than that dialogue, but.
1: I think it was something like, um, and the price, look at the what price. the price
0: you paid. Exactly. And that's so significant because it shows if our hero doesn't make this heroic action, she turns out like this mother-in-law. Mm. That's just, that's just a beautiful little mirroring thing that I think's kind of minor in the whole scheme of the movie but was so powerful to me when watching it. And so Marguerite, her character, that that's what I really liked about how they portrayed her. And I will agree, it's not a perfect 10 out of 10 characters. Like, I'm, I'm giving a lot to the acting as well of her. I was so mm. impressed with Adam Driver, with Matt Damon, even Ben Affleck. And you know who's even <laughs> a, someone that was a standout who was maybe on screen for a minute or two? Alex Lothar. Oh, the so, king. Oh, the king, yes. Yeah. Charles the Mad. The it was king. fun. What did you think about him? I thought Imit, his little grins. Oh, he looked like a child king of like, oh, inexperienced. I liked yeah. him a lot. Yeah. And what did you think about the characters in general? You gave this, what, a seven? Seven? It, was it mainly because of Marguerite?
1: No, I mean, I don't think anyone else is super memorable. All the side characters are kind of, eh. Not like, I didn't particularly like Ben Affleck's character. Mm. I didn't think he was, I thought he was, he looked very much like just Ben Affleck doing Ben Affleck things. Hmm. Um, let's see. Matt Damon's character. Interesting. He just got worse and worse as the story went on. Did you it, like that? I'm not sure. Really? I, I just i wasn't rooting for him. I wasn't rooting for anybody. Even Marguerite. I was just like, oh, just live, please. You deserve to live. You're the only decent person here other than the back taxes man. The back the peasant who pays oh his back taxes. Oh my God! How could you forget the peasant who pays his taxes? No, no, no! Doesn't pay his taxes. Yeah. He pays his back taxes. I, like that? How the the king the, the lord forgets about his taxes and he goes no 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 the, this isn't just this this month's taxes no. this is the previous month your your king your lord forgot so I'm paying
0: my back taxes. That's a man with oh high God. morals and standards. <laughs> Man, he, yeah, he's the hero of the, he's the other hero of the story. But
1: uh, when it comes to characters, it was just, each POV was cool, and I just didn't like how it showed PO, like, this is, this per, it is, this is, uh, Jean's POV, this is, uh, Jacquez, or, Adam you want Driver. me to say it again? I can, yeah, go ahead. No, I won't. No? You don't deserve it. <laughs> Adam Driver's POV, (laughs) and then it came to Marguerite's, and it just, like, faded to, like, the true POV. Yeah. And it just, like, it got the window, and it says, I wish it was more her POV and not, like, the true POV. I agree. I I wish it was left in big, because that was the fun of it. The fun of it is, oh, all of these are a mix of perception and truth. Mm -hmm. And so that's the fun of it when it when the movie tells you yeah this is the real one it's like oh okay
0: I agree with you I walking out I hadn't plot like a 9.5 it's now I put it in 9.2 but one mm. of those that one of the reasons was I didn't like how they highlighted the truth even you know she's the victim here and the she was raped at the same time having it ambiguous to having the viewer have to go okay this part's true this part's true this part's true and why I think it would be even more powerful is even from Adam Driver, even from uh, Jacques Degree's perspective, it's still rape. Even from oh, his perspective. Yeah, even from his perspective,
1: he's the bad so guy.
0: You, I don't think you have to say the truth to get across the message that he's in the wrong here. He was in the wrong whichever perspective you looked at. But it's just what was so great about those scenes is you have the subtlety. In this perspective, you have the subtleties here and there. Ever, you have them everywhere oh, here and there, everywhere. okay. You have them all over the place. Uh, for example, during the scene when she's going up the steps, mm-hmm. you remember this, when, and from Adam Driver's perspective, she takes off her slippers going up the stairs. like they're,
1: I, I guess, I, I think that was my favorite moment in the movie, mm. is seeing the difference of Adam Driver seeing her kind of kick off the shoes, like just slip out of them as running up the stairs. Yep, so in his head,
0: he's like, oh. And even
1: I'm going like, Why did she do that? Yeah, Like, I... I, Because I'm going... She is sending some... From his perspective... She is sending mixed signals of, like... I'm gonna... Wait. Why are you kicking off your shoes? Mm -hmm. Why are you only telling the guy... The the servant to leave? And then you get to the... Her perspective and you see... She tripped. And there's a subtle movement. And told both of them to leave. Yeah. And told both... Told both of them to leave and went she's going she trips adam driver doesn't see it and she starts going up and he looks at the shoes so you see just that slight difference of, he didn't see her trip yep he just saw the shoes yep and so that subtle difference was really cool to see it's on fantastic so i that you know you're you're totally going to clip this part but like that whole rape scene like the lead up to it is definitely like the highlight of the movie
0: Rape Uh, is the highlight of the movie.
1: It's the most important scene in the movie. It's the whole thing the whole movie's based on. And there's a lot of subtle differences of really good camera work. It's one of the scenes where the dialogue is nearly identical. And it's just down to acting to show the the perspective. It is the
0: point of the movie, though. I can't disagree with you. I mean, it's that and it's the duel. That's, That's the focus of the movie. Yeah. And... Even the so the build up to that scene as well, where you have the difference when they're at the party, mm-hmm. and from Adam Driver' perspective.
1: Well, I think we're getting now into plot. So I gave plot yeah, a nine. Plot.
0: I gave a nine point two. So we both agree here. Plot's excellent. It's really good.
1: However, my my uh, criticism is, I wish there was more scenes that overlapped between the POVs. More scenes that overlapped because there's stuff where. The the scene where uh Adam Driver and Matt Matt Damon actually or yeah Matt Damon Adam Driver meet again and become friends again yes or you know become friends and that's the mo that's the scene where Adam Driver falls in love with um Jody Jody Corners character and you see parallels but Adam Driver gets his whole scene that's just his POV of him talking to her yeah and you see the flirting. I would have liked to seen Jodie's character where it's identical dialogue and just acting
0: that mm. shows different. I, I wanted see. more
1: of those. There was plenty of scenes though where the dialogue is almost like completely different, like it's mm. similar but just different dialogue or different scenes where I wish it was far more identical dialogue and scenes with different acting.
0: So I see what you mean. I mean they had. They did have that in that scene though, where you have Adam Driver looking at her and mm-hmm. she's smiling at him in a in a certain way. But then you see it from her perspective; she's smiling in a more not not like a, oh I love you way. I I like you a lot. I oh I want no, to.
1: She's trying to mend bridges. And...
0: It's a it's a forced smile from her perspective. Mm-hmm. So you do have that. I don't know if you you could have the whole scene copied again with another. Uh, it's it's tough because the movie's already two and a half hours.
1: I guess so. So. Hey, I still gave it a nine. I just wanted more of those type scenes because I thought it was the best part of the movies.
0: Okay, that's fair. Um, I, the, the plot though is no. this. The structure. Uh, when did you realize it was going to be each perspective? Because we walked in not knowing anything about the movie.
1: Actually, I think I knew it was going to be three POVs.
0: You did walking into the movie. Yeah. I can As soon as I saw chapter one. Mm. Uh, and then said Jacques, or sorry, Jean de Carrouge perspective, or didn't say perspective, I remember reading? Chapter.
1: I remember reading or hearing something about, oh, it's okay. three different perspectives on rape, yep, and people going up and like a perspective on rape, but so
0: yeah, yeah. But plot, you gave it a nine, give it a nine point two. It's just yeah. it's it's really really well
1: constructed. That's good. Yeah. It's tight. It I wasn't confused, unlike our friend, I, it cut. It kept only what it needed. It was really clean. Yeah, so I quite liked that stuff. Moving on to dialogue, though, mm-hmm. I gave it a seven.
0: I give this an eight point nine.
1: It's just not that memorable of dialogue. It was fine in the moment. It doesn't um, didn't feel like Shakespearean English, but didn't feel like France either. So, it, okay, I don't know. It, it. I know they're speaking in English, but I wish they had more French songs. Wish they did. Something to kind of more identify with France. Like I, okay. I, just thought I honestly thought it was England for the longest time, and it was France. Really? Oh. Yeah. No, I just after you found out his name was Jacques. <laughs> no, I knew okay. it's French, but I just when watching it going, you felt it was. Oh English. yeah, these aren't these aren't English people. Okay. So
0: I so I didn't give it a nine. I can't really remember any line from the movie. You remembered the Marguerite line pretty well. I know what it was about, but I don't remember the actual line. Okay. No, I'll I'll give you that. That some of it might have been. I don't want to say cliche, but that medieval dialogue is hard to do and pull off without it being super cliche. Like, us, dost thou, knight, why slay thy dragon? You know, it's tough to stray away from the typical kind of Shakespearean language there. Mm-hmm. Tough to do. I It didn't feel too cliche to me. The dialogue was pretty solid, but the reason why it's also so high for me was the way the dialogue was spoken by the characters, the emotion that was put behind it, the emotion behind Jodie's, uh, her dialogue, especially during the rape scene, uh, just was, I w- I felt so uncomfortable. I liked she- her stuff in the trial. Trial as well, yeah. I mean the the way the that the characters speak, and all likewise with Adam Driver, <clears throat> Adam Driver's character, the way he spoke, just so. As if he's never in the wrong and it just the, him lying through his teeth, but still doing it so convincingly and just the, just the way they spoke and the way they read their lines was to me stunning. Mm. I, I was just so enthralled by it and I, when I'm watching this, how did you, I, I felt so uncomfortable obviously during and during the scene and not just the scene, they do it twice. In the movie, oh, yeah, which no, I, I was thought was incredibly necessary, I read a lot oh, of sure. a lot of people though were saying like, "Oh, why did you have to have this scene in there twice? Oh, that that's the whole point of the movie—is it going
1: twice? Like, yeah, that's if you didn't have it twice, that why have the movie like, exactly? You missed other perspectives. The whole point is showing his perspective yeah. and then hers.
0: Yep, it's that's uncomfortable, it. but yeah, no, and movies that make you feel like that—I mean. That's what you look for in a movie. If a movie makes you feel that uncomfortable, or let's say it's a comedy mm. and you're laughing hysterically, let's say it's a horror and you're so scared, the fact that you're so uncomfortable and they built it up like that just shows you the movie did its job to perfection.
1: Fair enough. It's just, I didn't feel that way through it the whole movie.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, which parts did you not feel that the most? Was it
1: early on? Honestly, as soon as Adam Driver's perspective came out, it was oh. my emotional connection to the movie kind of went down. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. I, was, I mean, I didn't like anybody at that point, point. and then Marguerite came, and I was like, I sympathize with her, but like I didn't really connect with her too much because I, she's not really, she's an object in the first two perspectives mm-hmm. because that's how the, those characters see her. They see mm-hmm. her as just a sexual object, mm-hmm. and then her part comes along, and. She's smart, she's funny, she's witty, she's everything, and also beautiful. And then she's a a rape victim, and I sympathize with her. But I just don't, like, I don't find her a very interesting character. Like, I'm not looking...
0: I don't know. Okay.
1: I just wasn't as invested, I guess.
0: You you mentioned earlier Matt Damon's character.
1: I, I just wanted her to, I just wanted her to, like, leave. And, like, oh, please, just... Like, let everyone else die. Please. Not the peasant, come
0: on. The, the peasant the lives. Peasant dude. Her but, and the peasant can live. Everyone else just die. I guess why I rated even characters really high as well is Matt Damon's character, Jean de hmm I absolutely loved that they showed me somebody who was the hero for about 40 minutes of the movie. They showed, oh, yeah. they showed me a hero. They showed me Aragon. They showed me... They showed me, like, name another medieval guy. <laughs> they, <laughs> they showed me a hero for 40 minutes, and I was going, wow, this guy loves his king, his wife. He's got, you know, there's this rivalry, and I was absolutely enthralled. And then you see Adam Driver's perspective, and you go, oh. Oh, maybe he wasn't telling us the whole truth. He's got, you know, he... he kind of a dum dumb. He Yeah, he also didn't say some of the lines he said, maybe, you know, when they're charging initially in, in the first opening scene, it wasn't him that led the, you know, they didn't all rally behind him. It was Adam Driver's character that got all the soldiers to back up, uh, to back up Matt Damon's character. Mm. But then you see, from Adam Driver's perspective, you start questioning things, and by the time Marguerite's perspective comes in, you just, it, it's like... It's like seeing your, you know, you ever think your father is just perfect and then one day you just see, oh, he could be wrong. Or like uh, you, you see, flaws. personally, no, but. Okay, you're maybe, good. Ma- you know, my dad just has flaws. <laughs> 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 no, but you ever look up to somebody and you just no. go, oh, they're not right 100% of the time. Or it's someone that does something that you go, oh, my perfect image of them, like meeting your heroes. If we were to ever meet Brandon Sanderson, this would be the one exception. He is perfect. So, that was a bad example. But let's say we were to meet someone else. Like, I don't know. Who, who wrote The Powdered Mage? He was, his, uh, he was Brandon Sanderson's student, right? Brian McKellen. Brian McKellen. Sorry, Brian, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure you're not perfect like Brandon Sanderson. So, just it, Matt Damon's character, of me loving him and him being a hero. Just, I was there with him, and I was like, oh, this is his story. Because I really came into this movie not not even knowing it was about rape. Not even knowing there was three perspectives. So, maybe I came into this like a completely, uh, you know, unspoilered, and when I started watching this, I was like, oh, this is another, okay, Matt Damon, give us hmm. this hero's journey type of thing. And then, I was turned for the twist. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, in total... Rating for the movie was a nine point two three. In total, for you, it was like an eight point eight point two. Eight point 2. two. So solid score. We both loved the movie. I just loved it a little bit more, and maybe I'm still riding that high of maybe so. just watching it. I don't know. It's for me. I didn't
1: really get behind any character. I wasn't like just. Oh my God! What a fascinating like character like. They didn't feel realized, especially so. It, Marguerite was not a really like whole character. She was a victim, and mm. I sympathized. I, I'll say like again, ultimate sympathy, but that doesn't make. I wanted more of her as a character. Like, what is she like? What what is what is her faults? What what are her dreams? Like, <laughs> what? What about point. her? Like,
0: it's a good point that she is like has no flaws. Yeah. Well,
1: not just that. She's just kind of one sided. She's there to be a victim, and she's nothing else. And I just kind of honestly, her POV could have used some of some perspective of what does she want to do? What are her goals in her life? Does she want to run the um, her fiefdom? does she want to actually study and like read? I don't know. Go to university. Yeah. Go to school. Does she want to be part of the church? I I don't know. I didn't know what she wanted. She wanted a little bit more. She wanted. She wanted to like not be raped. That's effectively it. I mean, she wanted (sighs) to
0: stand for. That's a pretty heroic thing, though. Of I'm going to be burnt at the stake. If yes
1: and no, Hmm. she didn't know that. Didn't know that. Hmm. And she came in that situation and then found out. Oh, you're actually going to be burnt at the stake. And she's like. You didn't tell me that that's what this whole thing like that's mm. the consequences. Mm-hmm. So she didn't know that was at stake and that she was already Got too it. deep in. I do remember that, yeah. And then she actually, you know, told her husband, like, Yeah, now that I have a child, like I made I probably made the a terrible <sighs> decision. <laughs> because I don't want to leave this child alone in the world,
0: like mm-hmm. because of you. That was very powerful. And the fact that Matt Damon's character, sorry, Jean De Carouge. After winning the duel, kneels in front of the king. First. Doesn't even look at his wife. Like, oh, that yeah. is, that's so powerful, though. Like, it makes you go, oh, he won, but he, you know, I'm, I, he won. Not her. But not her. He, He's making it look like his victory. And uh, it's just not to console your wife, who was the right. just, man, I, I loved how much I grew to hate him by the end of the movie. But, oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, I think that about wraps it up. Unless do you want to throw in another comment in there? What What else did you think about the last duel?
1: No, I think I think it was good. I think people should uh, people should go see it. Yeah. Um. I do want to ask any, anyone who makes a co- comment down below, what should we watch next? I'm personally thinking we should watch Moon Knight. Okay. I know first episode's out. uh yeah. As a time of recording, so try and check
0: that one out. Awesome, yeah, and hopefully next movie we watch, you'll be more excited than I am because we need to, you know, I I can't right. be the one that's just galvanizing for this. Give me movie. a
1: good British comedy, and I okay. will simp for it. Okay,
0: fair enough. <laughs>
1: all right, all right. Bye, everyone. Bye.